Hi, it's Emily and we've got your well-being in mind. Through the series, we'll be sharing top tips and practical tools to support your mental health. And I'm Ange and we will be demystifying the topic of mental health, asking all those questions you need to know to progress your journey to better well-being. Hello and welcome and thanks for continuing to follow our Your Wellbeing in Mind podcast. We're welcoming you now to episode six, so hope you're all safe and well and really lovely to see listeners in the UK, the US and, and even Sweden still joining us, so keep listening in and really hope you enjoyed episode five on uh, trust. So Emily, what is today's uh, topic? Do you want to introduce it for us? Yeah, hi. So today is all about forgiveness. So this is a really big topic and it's a principle that can be very different for everyone based on their personal experiences. So it's a really important one and it's key that we've worked with the principle of trust really beforehand because there is a big element of trust required to kind of process and get in the zone of of looking towards forgiveness and just remembering that we're safe while we're doing this principle because a lot of things can sometimes come up for us. Yeah absolutely that sort of feeling of safety is is really Mm. important isn't it? Yeah go go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit more about forgiveness. Yeah so often forgiveness feels like a sense of relief in the body and once we fully soften all anger or blame we have around a situation, it allows us to move forward. So really that's why it's important as a principle, because it's seeing everything as a journey and we can't really move forward until we do forgive. So with mindfulness, we're cultivating an awareness and awareness is always the answer to empowerment. So once we have this awareness of, oh, you know, we might be feeling a bit stuck, we can then move forward. So it means we've got a choice. And often without awareness, we carry on the same behavior or negative patterns. And often this is because of belief systems or experiences. You know, we were discussing that last time. So we've all experienced things that we find hard to forgive. And some people have bigger tolerance levels than others. So with mindfulness, we're trying to let go of that judgment and we're learning to trust life as it is. So without trying to force it to be any other way, which can be hard, but often what we don't want, um, you know, gets us closer to what we do want. So it's just being aware that things can be as they are. And we do worry sometimes that we don't want them to be as they were. So sometimes we're stuck in that feeling of things being unjust. And it's this level of anger or resentment that can really be uncomfortable. And it can cause disease, which if you actually break it down, means dis-ease. So that's a lack of things being easy, which is incredible, really, when you think of all that anger that could build up and really cause a lot of issues. With mindfulness, we want to be able to reach a position where we can accept what is in all its forms. So I did find forgiveness a very hard principle to work with, um, as I've experienced a number of personal situations that I found unforgivable. But once I allowed myself to move through the emotional pain, that's when the healing can commence. And if we don't forgive to some extent, we can continue to relive the pain and it keeps us stuck really, we're kind of living in the past. So there are stages to forgiveness. And you can do it in your own time. You know, it's not something we can suddenly go, right, that's it, I forgive everything. But the first stage is definitely to forgive yourself. 
and that's where you feel quite a lot of release even if you feel there's no way you can forgive anyone else if you can just start to forgive yourself that's the first step to healing and forgiving yourself may even involve uh, forgiving yourself for not being able to forgive others you know that's absolutely fine we might feel that you know we just cannot forgive others but forgive yourself for that so you can say at the moment I can't forgive that person but I forgive myself for that and again you know you just feel this like softening in the body it makes you realize kind of where you've been carrying the tension around so as soon as you allow yourself some sort of sense of forgiveness life does soften and it makes everything much more enjoyable so it doesn't mean we go around letting people hurt us but it does mean we're trying not to judge them when they do and we trust the process so like we were saying before we look for the lessons and we can go forward in life with this awareness that whatever happens we can kind of deal with it and we can move through it so as i was saying there's definitely a process to forgiveness and trust is a really big part of it so you need to trust yourself trust the moment allow things to unfold and often it kind of happens in layers and i remember when i was first starting to work on self-development i would have like these eureka moments and think oh wow this is it i'm healed you know everything's gonna be brilliant and then something else would come along and reveal itself and it's like oh i've got a new journey of discovery to go on so that's why i've come to realize that it's all a journey and it's like turning the pages of a book. You never really know what's going to happen, but you trust that there's going to be a happy ending and you keep going even when times are tough. I honestly do have to say that living a mindful life now, there's hardly any tough times, which is really surprising because when there are, there are there's, I've got the emotional tools to manage them. And without forgiveness, I would have really been stuck in the past and found it hard to live in the present. So that's really what we're trying to do, just kind of, you know, work through the past and come into the present. Well, there's an awful lot in there, isn't there, Emily? You know, and a lot of it really did resonate with me, um, you know, this week. And I think the principle of forgiveness in mindfulness does feel uh, a bit more complex than the others. I mean, I think we, we do practice forgiveness every day, don't we? Um, you know, we might forgive the person who bought too many items at the express checkout in the supermarket. Um, you know, we might forgive that person who crossed in front of us as we're parking our car. Um, and we might forgive the person who failed to notice that the lights had turned green for 10 seconds at the traffic lights. I struggle with that one. <laughs> um, and so the very act of forgiveness, it really happens all the time the slight offences, um, but then there's that kind of forgiveness that is for more difficult things like forgiving uh, gossip and unkindness, or it could even be about forgiving a hugely grievous offence like abuse, infidelity, a major injustice in your life. It could even be murder, you know. It, there's, there's so many sort of areas of forgiveness that come up in our lives. And, and maybe even more complex, it also seems to involve not just forgiving ourselves, as you said, but it could be forgiving someone else. It could be even us seeking forgiveness uh, from another person. So, yeah, hugely complex. Um, my first question to you then is, with forgiveness being so complex, does real forgiveness always mean that we won't think about the issue anymore? 
and that we stop feeling strongly about it no matter what the circumstances yeah it is unfortunately it is really complex and it's not always easy so it doesn't mean the pain goes away but it does mean we can move through our emotions around the pain and come out the other side rather than feeling stuck so it helps us to live in the present rather than the past which is really what mindfulness is trying to encourage so living in the past can be really exhausting and unsatisfying and we can relive situations over and over and then you know that can make us unhappy so we then kind of bring them into our daily experience which causes long-term illness or discomfort on many levels so forgiveness is really about giving yourself the love and the kindness that you deserve so you can live a happy life now and in the future by not letting the past define you so whatever you've been through you know no matter how awful it's been we can try and leave that in the past so that those experiences aren't relived all the time. So forgiveness is actually really empowering and it means you can live life on your terms. So it is a really, really good one to pursue. Yeah, definitely. Um, And I think this particular topic really has sort of brought me back to like a long-term struggle to forgive of my own. Um, I had a a really bad experience nearly 20 years ago in hospital where despite all the evidence, um, the hospital failed to diagnose that I needed an urgent operation and they sent me home without any treatment. And to cut a long story short, I ended up back in hospital by ambulance, by emergency, and literally sort of fighting for my life. And uh, thankfully, an incredible surgeon quite literally saved my life. But I've struggled ever since to forgive that initial diagnosis. Um, You know, my symptoms being missed by those expert people um, that were supposed to be there to help me. And even to this day, I'm still really mistrustful of doctors and, and hospitals. Um, so my, my second question is, what, what makes it difficult for us to forgive? Is it harder to forgive something that continued to occur regularly? Or is it more about struggling to forgive something major that happened many years ago? Oh gosh, honestly, that must have been so hard for you to go through. Thanks so much for sharing. And I can certainly see how it would create a mistrust in doctors and hospitals. And also why evidence is so key for you. You know, it's that needing that evidence. And when you've got the evidence and people contradicting it, that must be so hard to process. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, So it is a difficult one, but with mindfulness, we'd be trying to let go of judging the original doctors for making the wrong diagnosis. So this could be really hard to accept because, you know, we want to try and look for other explanations. You know, maybe they weren't um, qualified enough. Maybe they just come out of dealing with a personal bereavement. You know, maybe they were experiencing repercussions of something they'd been through that day emotionally maybe they've been working through the night or feeling ill themselves. You know, it doesn't excuse what happened, but it kind of softens everything. And, you know, we're thinking about other explanations about why things might have happened. So it's kind of bringing in that beginner's mind again, you know, I wonder if there was something else going on. But when things go wrong, we always want someone else to blame because it makes us feel better. So sometimes, unfortunately, in life, you know, we're thrown these really difficult circumstances and it's how we get through those times that actually defines us. 
So I really do believe that everything happens for a reason and maybe you experienced what you did so that you value life so much that you want to help others. You know, I feel that these things are all part of our journey and our path and our purpose. So, you know, you really want to make sure nothing like that ever happens again and you want to protect those around you. So it's caused those really nice values in your life now going forward to protect others, which is a lovely way of being. So in coming to terms with the past, we can stop reliving it and we're able to let go of some of the suffering. So it doesn't mean that we never experience pain or suffering again, but it means we can handle it when we do. And with forgiveness on all levels, so whether it's a huge situation from the past or more recent events that happen regularly, we need to just pause and see how it's impacting us. So really, this is the key, just stopping, just thinking, where do I feel it in the body? You know, are we holding on to any blame or anger so tightly that it prevents us from being happy now? And just asking yourself those questions gives you the answers into what needs to heal and how you can live fully in the moment. Absolutely, yeah. I, I totally understand what, what you're saying to me there, because I think when I experience the pain and suffering at the hands of the hospital, I think I almost made, made a sort of silent agreement with myself that I wouldn't be hurt again like that. Um, and I maybe put up walls of protection and maybe defences around me. And that did include resentment and judgment um, and a, a refusal to extend forgiveness uh, to those people involved. Um, because the thing I think I feared the most was being vulnerable again and, you know, protecting myself. And I think um, what I've done as a sort of coping strategy has been a bit like having an allergic reaction where my body systems that are usually supposed to be there to sort of protect me from harm actually cause me more harm by myself getting locked up into my own self and being more um, sensitive and alert to perceived threats. So anything to do with hospital now, you know, just sort of makes me sort of uh, want to sort of curl up really and just sort of oh, avoid it as at all possible. So my, my final question today is how can we get to know our own attitudes towards the subject of forgiveness better so that we recognize, recognize those kinds of behaviours that are preventing us from forgiving at a much earlier stage? Yeah, I mean, it's amazing to see how you're coming on this journey because you're so emotionally yeah. aware. It's just mega. So you're knowing these things that are kind of sparking off these feelings inside you. So it's really great that you've started to really evolve in that way through the mindfulness practice. And we're hoping that's what other people are doing as well. To understand why we make the decisions and what we do and motivates us um, to take action, it's just having that opportunity to pause and reflect. So the interesting thing is that unless we pause for a moment and stop to reflect, we just carry on making the same decisions or preventing ourselves from being happy. So we get to situations where they think, oh, I don't want to do that again, or that could happen again. So it's totally natural that we want to protect ourselves from hurt or danger. And based on our experiences, we may see different things as dangerous. So some people have a really high risk tolerance and you know, that's based on their experiences or what they want to do with life. They might, you know, look for adrenaline seeking experiences. But sometimes we just need to look at things from a totally different perspective. So, for instance, you know, you mistrust doctors and hospitals. 
because of what happened and that's totally understandable but if we shifted that perspective then you could look at it that actually the surgeon and the hospital saved your life so you could see it as you know a really positive thing and a safe place because actually they did save your life so it's about shifting the focus to look for the good in every situation and it is hard and it does take practice but it is totally worth it so having that opportunity to pause come back to the beginner's mind i wonder what this is about i wonder if i can just allow it to be and this is a really interesting one i wonder if i can get comfortable with being uncomfortable for a moment so with mindfulness, we're allowing everything to be as it is. So even if it feels uncomfortable, we're able to manage it. Because often with um, big emotions that we've experienced before, we rush to push them away. So we don't want those negative feelings. We don't ever want that negative situation to happen again. But what we do is we start with mindfulness to realize that whatever happens, we can get through it and we can manage it. And that's where the empowerment comes from because it stops us being scared and it makes us feel that we have got the tools and really that's what we're trying to teach in the podcast isn't it those tools to manage whatever life throws at us yeah fantastic thank you I think this has been a really good one for me personally and I really sort of enjoy sort of listening to you and uh, understanding a lot more about it um so we've got a meditation that goes alongside uh, this episode do you want to tell us a little bit more about that yeah so again it's best to do it sitting down and we go through the body scan and this meditation is about learning to forgive yourself in the moment and wondering whether you can forgive anyone else so if you can't, it's totally fine. Just explore whether it's possible. And we don't know until we're in these moments of reflection what is possible. So if it feels too much now, just forgive yourself and keep practicing the meditation and see if it gets easier. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. It's your life, it's your body, it's your mind and your experiences. But just knowing what a release forgiveness can be, it's definitely worth pursuing. And I can talk from personal experience in that it was really an enlightening moment for me when I started to work with forgiveness. But as I said, there is layers to it and it does take time. So it's the type of meditation you can dip in and out of. Don't expect too much from it. Maybe come back to it after you finish the series of podcasts, you know, just see where you're up to with it, but definitely pursue it and give it a go yeah definitely I, I think I found that this one quite hard and and the bit in the middle where we sort of have a very big pause where we think about it that was the bit that I found the hardest because it felt like it was going on forever and you know I've, I've got to still think about forgiveness but um I agree with you I think it is one that you need to keep coming back to and keep sort of working on as a and I consider myself a work in progress on this one um, so what's the topic for next week's podcast, episode seven? Yeah, so next week's one of my favourites because it's about gratitude. And once we have gratitude for life, everything changes. So we see our struggles as meaning something and life begins to make sense. And we realise that there's so much to be grateful for. So it's that start of kind of moving forward after the forgiveness. It's kind of like, gosh, you know, I've got so much to be grateful for. And it's really the start of enlight enlightenment, really. Um, it, yeah, it really is a lovely, lovely place to be. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. That sounds really good. And uh, if there's anyone out there, and we'd love to hear from you, if you've got any questions about today's episode, um, we'll just give you the details now as to how you can contact us. Yeah, so the Rest Easy Method Facebook page um, is where, you know, we're answering messages or you can put comments. We're, we're sharing the podcast episodes on there. So check that out. There's also Purposeful Moments, which is my life coaching page and then we're sharing them personally as well aren't we and yeah. then if you wanted more information there's our website uh, resteasymethod.com and resteasytraining.com and also there's instagram which is resteasytraining so again uh, we're sharing some snippets of the podcast on there so people can just have a little taster if they like Brilliant. And if you want to contact us uh, on email, my email is Angela at resteasytraining.com and Emily, yours is Emily at resteasytraining.com. And as always, we always give a little thank you at the end of our podcast to uh, Redshift Online, which is a Cheshire-based community podcasting organisation, which kindly sort of hosts our podcast on there as well. Uh, So thank you to them. And uh, I hope everyone has a lovely week and will be joining us next week for episode seven, which is gratitude. And see you then. Brilliant. Thanks very much. See you then. Bye. Bye. Join Emma and Ange next time where we'll be sharing more top tips and tackling those questions you need answering with your well-being in mind.